get this train wreck over. <laughs> yeah. The dumpster fire inside the train wreck begins. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the unelected body of podcasting. My name is Mike, and I will be your host on this civil servant's journey through the interwebs. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan, of all things IzzySwan.com, and my other brother, Joe Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Joe, I have to say, someone had requested that I refer to you as the frigid midget of the missing digit, but uh, I don't know that I, you are that. I, I like it in it all reasons except three for... three weeks to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I, I like it for all the reasons, and I just if it had anything to do with like truth, that would be awesome. Yes, yes. But well, who needs rate, that in this I, day and age? I'm a man of my promises. That's right. Hey, guess what I've been getting a lot of photos of and seeing a lot of posts of? The what? Clingspore event? <laughs> no, no. I, well, I, I obviously, but everybody is receiving their shirts Ooh, this week. Yeah, I hate the, I hate when that happens because then everybody's putting shirts on. That's right. Instead and of taking them off. Exactly. You knew right where I was going with that. Let's go shirtless, people. That's who we are. We're in it to win it. Or something. So something. So, yeah, no, uh, gentlemen, we just got back from the uh, the Klingspur thingy. Klingspur. By the way, um, uh, before we get started, and uh, this might even be the topic for this evening, but uh, before we get started, I just wanted to say that uh, I came home from a hard day's work, or what some might call a hard day's work, and I walked in my house, and on my counter where I'd left it is this... Mm. Absolutely beautiful, gorgeous stainless steel and snake yeah. wood square that I was provided by a very, very lovely Mr. Tony Rulu. Easy fella, he's mine. I'll fight you for him. But he's the bear's bear. He's he's not the lumber bear, but he's something. <laughs> he's um, something. So I just wanted to say that, uh, first of all, I wanted to say, uh, Tony, I, I asked him to make me one. And I said, if you know, if you wouldn't mind, if you'd make something, you know, I don't care what you make. I already have one of the brass ones. Um, I don't care if it matches. I don't care if it's the same, just, you know, make me a thing. Right. And, uh, so he made this absolutely beautiful. It, it, it's, it's a functional piece of art. And when I came home from work today, um, Today was kind of a weird day, just in general, uh, coming back from vacation at the end of the month, and my business always is, and um, there was a kid shot in a high school like four miles from my house that fortunately none of my kids go to, but you know, he ended up being killed. So just a weird day all the way around. And when I walk in the door, like I see this thing, and it's sitting there. And I have to say, it couldn't have been better placed where it was, and also... Um, sort of in the place in my life. Like I just needed to see that when I came home, uh, my wife and kids were out doing something. So I walked in and, you know, the house was empty and there's this thing. And I was just like, you know, man, it is a instant reminder of this community and the, the group that we're plugged into that we talk so highly of that, you know, I look at this thing and I'm like, this doesn't belong to someone like me. And yet there it is, you know, and it's just a reminder of how, absolutely wonderful it the people of this community are 
how beautiful it is to be plugged into um, folks like that. You get to live like through the eyes of artists and beautiful people and creative people and just wonderful people. And it was just boom right there. You know, so it, it caught me way off guard. Um, it was a beautiful reminder. Uh, and I just wanted to say, um, thank you to Tony for that spectacular piece that you gave me. I will cherish that for my entire life. Um, and you know, just thank you to all the members of our community, a bunch of people, when they heard about what happened here in town, um, reached out to me, you know, just checking, Hey, I heard, how's everything? Is everybody okay? Do you need anything? Like just random people like, Hey, just, I heard the news, you know, wanted to check in on you. So I'm just blown away. Absolutely. Um, you know, we talk about it all the time that the community is just, a, you know, it, it, it's a pillar and, uh, to be a part of it and to be plugged into it is, uh, is something really special and, and something I try my hardest to not take for granted. So and Thank I, you. I want to kind of point out here um, something I think is very important, and I'm not tooting my own horn here, so please don't feel like that. But I gave Tony a little snake wood last year, and apparently he gave you a little snake wood too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he did. I, I, the poetry of that is just monumental, Tony. Great work. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I gave Tony <laughs> to, to do that, but it, but it had a lot to do with polish. <laughs> Let's just say, and uh, we'll just say involved. that. Just say, just say that it was a group effort. Right? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yes. Well, and, and to segue sort of into that, we just got back from the uh, the Klingspore event. By the time you guys listen to this, well, it'll be a week old at this point. But uh, also, just wanted to say thank you um, very much to the guys from Klingspore, Mike Z, uh, Coleman. Um, don't forget Randy. The store manager, he is something special, but, uh, yeah, those guys who were very gracious, incredibly supportive, very helpful, um, took us all out for a really nice dinner, a bunch of drinks, and we just had a really good time. Uh, they could have been sweeter people. Uh, one thing I'll say about that company just as a whole, I had limited interaction with them, but with the people that I had, uh, interaction with and, and the feedback I got from them, when you talk about local companies, um, you know, shop local, keep small businesses in in business, that type of thing. Companies like that, they, they are great people. Um, and they just also happen to make a really good product, you know, that's worth buying. So when you talk about wanting to support local businesses and keep factories in the United States, making things, um, companies like that one are the ones that you should fight for and you should support. And I don't know if they're still a sponsor of ours, but when I look and at I did. Like I, that. I, I, w- I went ahead and just put in our shop order while I was there and packed it up in the car. Yeah, you instead did. Of ha- instead of having it shipped to me. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I, I just, when I think of local businesses and I think of companies that deserve support, um, companies that treat people the way they treated us and the way I've seen and heard that they treat their customers, those companies deserve your support. If you have to buy things that they sell, you should be buying it from them 100% of the time. If it's a dollar more, spend it. If it's $10 more, spend it. It's worth that to have businesses like that survive and do well. And again, I mean, believe me, for what they pay us to, you know, to be a sponsor on this show, I would not trade any of my soul if I didn't think this was absolutely true. Um, but I think that uh, they, they were just a really good company. My impression of them was incredible. Um, and I'm really proud. And the free apples proud. didn't hurt. Yeah, and I, the, and, yeah. 
And I'm really proud to be somebody that can bring somebody like that to light, you know, to all 14 of you that listen. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about community because we're already on it. We're talking about our people that help support us in our hobbies. We're talking about people that make amazing crap. And I think, um, it's, it, we always get a little misty and a little bit uh, mushy around this time of year when, um, when we go to these maker events, when we go to the woodworking or metalworking or whatever else is going on. Um, but part of this, the, the biggest draw for me, I can do my hobby. I can do my work without ever talking to anybody in this whole wide world. In fact, it's oftentimes the place I go to. I know when you want to get away from the crazy crap that is continuously happening in the world. And, uh, it's a way to bury yourself and find a little inner peace and by doing manual labor. And, uh, and that's nothing new. That's <clears throat> from the dawn of time and have been going outside chopping logs for the winter time, you know, and just kind of in their own thoughts doing their work. And, um, uh, but the, but the icing on this cake is we get to do that. And then we get to show the world kind of our results and talk about them and learn from them and, and, uh, give expertise and get expertise and all along that whole chain of events, we get to make these amazing friendships that I, I, I literally, I, st I made a post and it said, you know, I got to meet these amazing makers all weekend long. I got the opportunity to go to, uh, Atlanta maker fair and, uh, see all these young kids and these technologies that I don't typically see at the older, uh, let's say more traditional maker crafts like, uh, leather and tooling and, and wood and metal. And, uh, I get to see all these kids that are making these, you know, crazy robots that shoot, you know, nerf darts at each other and guys that soup up, um, uh, the, what are those, uh, like the Barbie cars and mm -hmm. stuff where they, they reframe them all in metal and they put in big electric motors and they race them. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see all these things and I made a post saying I made, I'm, you know, I met these, all these amazing makers this weekend. And the truth of the matter is I met a whole bunch of friends that happen to make stuff. And it's true. We get, we get this amazing event, uh, in the Klingspar put on for the woodworkers in the kind of, I would say central Eastern area of the country, which is great. And, uh, We'll do the same thing down here in the South where we're hoping to get everybody that can find a ride, a Uber or a plane to get down here in New Atlanta in March. And then hopefully just the month after that is uh, maker central. And again, we can do all this stuff online, but getting together, sharing that mojo, being in person, getting the hug, grab a little butt, you know, grab a lot of butt, grab a lot of butt. And then, uh, and you get to find these amazing peoples who we're now what I can only imagine will be lifelong friends because they're just good people mm -hmm. and, and that's hard to find. So yes. I'm, I'm excited. Well, I have to say sitting next to Izzy at one of these events, <laughs> humbling. A, it, it's not humbling. It's, it's one of these things where people seem like they've climbed the mountain to come see this man. Like to tell them nothing more than, Hey man, I appreciate what you do. Like just one person right after the next one, but boom, 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 and you're just sitting there and you're like, but that's just Izzy. Like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> now, and the funny part is, is I remember when I first met him, um, I remember thinking, cause I, I mean, when I've, I actually have pictures of when you and I first met Izzy and I, we were kind of holding each other and, you know, 
uh, we had a chance to talk, but I, very I, was, awkward. I was completely fanboyed and you were, you seemed as excited to meet me. And I was like, this isn't, none of this is, it's like meeting Michael Jordan and he throws his arms around you. You know, you're just like, well, wait, what just happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was, uh, it was just sort of that, you know, that, that feeling in the community is, you know, there is no, no one needs to be in charge. You know, no one's the coolest kid in the room, you know, except Jimmy, of course, because, you know. We've we've all grown to worship him for all kinds of reasons. That that and the fear of becoming a, a body in the back yeah, of the shed. Yeah, you know that's mostly what it is. You don't want to see don't, that fireman's axe Jimmy, split your skull don't, open. Jimmy, so, don't. Yeah, well, yeah, don't, well the funny don't part is, that, is he, he don't cross that man. He uh, he refuses to be that guy though, right? So it's just I uh, am literally three times the man he is. Yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> If you're being all literal about it, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's just been a, you know, it's been a wonderful group of folks and just been a, um, you know, everything about being plugged into this group is just, you know, absolutely wonderful. And, uh, like I said, it's something I do my best to not take for granted. So, um, you know, especially when you're out there and like all these guys just kind of come from all over the place just to sit, like they just sit there and talk to you, you know? Oh, you know what? It's just... I don't. I don't want to interrupt you, but we forgot to talk about the topic for tonight, which was the, the F clamps versus bar clamps. So, well, and the the pipe clamps too. We the uh, I, been a lot of. I'm on the fence about pipe clamps, but yeah. we'll, we'll get into that in a little. We'll bit. talk more about that here in a second. But you're, but you're, Mike. You're absolutely right, and Izzy, you're absolutely right. The community helps uh, kind of build these and foster these relationships, and it lets me <clears throat> lets me have confidence in trying things new. Um, and while I laugh about this, I see people try stuff that's like way out of their skill set, and I think, holy Christ, blah, blah, blah is trying this. Well, he doesn't know how to do that. And <laughs> he does now. I, he, he does now. Right. And it lets me go, oh, I could probably do that thing. Whether it be, I've seen guys that, that have never picked up metal stuff and all of a sudden they're like yeah i just wanted to go ahead and cut this knife out of a old saw blade because i happen to have an old saw blade and a hacksaw and now i'm i'm digging kind of making knives and and uh and we get to we we get to see that kind of work in in progress with somebody that that you don't necessarily see or or maybe they wouldn't have gotten the support needed to 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 do that kind of work by themselves so it's it's really cool because almost almost universally people at least in our sphere of of influence and and sphere of of uh, community um it is n- it, very little is ever said negatively about um about a person and what they're doing unless they're doing something s- stupidly unsafe and even then we we tend to be gentle with, with be very with, gentle. Yeah. Thank be you. very gentle with the, thank you for that, the, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's your fingers. If you want to screw them up, go mm. ahead. Yeah. I got you know, 10 of them. I can lose one or two. That's right. Just don't put you it already? on video. I don't want to see it. That's all. <laughs> right. I don't care if you lose so, yeah. them. Just don't make me in a, don't, don't make me someone who has to watch it. So. <laughs> right. Don't make videos. Yeah. I don't need that. So yeah, there, I, I will, I will agree on that. I don't need to see grizzly things. I had, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware. It's, it's not like I'm going to do something less. So Izzy, I have a question for you after yes. watching you for a weekend. Yes, sir. Um, what's it like sitting there and just having all of these people come up to, I mean, literally just to shake your hand. Humbling. Good. 
Because I know what it's like to have them not shake your hand. <laughs> I, I know what who are you feels like, but what is like, oh, it's you feel like. Um, it, it's it's good feeling. It's humbling. It's, um, I, I don't know. I don't know quite how to describe it. I think people um, tend to make a bigger deal out of me than I sh- than they should because I'm I've got a few subscribers on YouTube and I do some nutsy stuff. But I I completely disagree and agree with that statement. They should make a big deal out of you, and it has nothing to do with your subscribers. Thank you for that. Um, I those weekends like that are tiring for me. I really love people, and I want. I don't know how to describe it. I enjoy meeting everyone. It's it's really the biggest um, reward of all of everything that I do. It's the biggest reward to get to shake people's hands and meet people, and and find out what other kind of woodworkers and and makers are out there. And I mean, and that's one of my. I ask people what they do because I'm genuinely curious of what kind of woodworking people do, or what kind of making they do, and and what they do and. Um, we get, you know, we met some really cool people this weekend, um, and it was. I just wish there was more time. You know, I wish it was more time to get to know people a little bit better. Than it's one of those things where you just, you know, a lot of times you're you're shaking someone's hand and talking to them a little bit. A lot. Of, it's really fun to see their projects, and it's really cool. These you know, one of the things I love about cell phone technology these days is people have pictures of their projects, so you can ask them, and they will show you. You know, it's like, that's, that's one of the greatest things. And, um, I just wish there was more time to get to know each other person a little bit better, but, um, it was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys for a weekend was really cool. Um, and I, I do want to, uh, kind of, um, show some love for Klingspor and, um, this was easily one of the best woodworking shows I've been to. It wasn't definitely not the biggest, there were maybe five, 8,000 people came through over those two days. Um, but everybody there was friendly. It was, um, I don't know. It didn't have that kind of an- antiseptic feel. It didn't, it wasn't, I don't know. It was, it was like hanging out with family, so to speak. And I, I don't maybe that's a little bit over the top, but, uh, it was very comfortable. It was very great, really good people, genuine good people. Not the kind of people that just put a smile on your face, but the kind of people that are really good people, you know, that just put a smile on their face. But really good people, down earth, hometown, the kind of company that you just want to see, you just want to see them succeed. And you're going to be seeing a lot of love from me in the future for Klingspor and what they're doing. And the fact that they're looking out for people, not just here in this community or in the U.S., but they're, they're trying to figure out how they can make it better and better for people worldwide. Um, with their shipping and, and the products that they provide. Um, I just want to, you know, do everything I can to support them. So, uh, guys, hats off to you and everything that you're doing. Clinksport. Uh But as far as the, the community goes, it was great. You know, um, as far as hanging out was, that was really cool. And um, I just... By big, the way, if you've, if you've never had a chance to see Joel be the wingman for Izzy, you, you, a, really, have to, you really have to watch that happen. <laughs> It's an art that's form. The gr- that is the greatest. Down. That is the greatest. Joel is sitting there talking. How do you mean? 
<laughs> Joel's sitting there talking. Somebody will walk up and start talking to Izzy about Izzy, and then Joel becomes his biggest fan, and like he he puts out a runway for these people to to take off on. It's the greatest thing you've ever seen. If you get a chance to watch, I it. wanted I wanted to say a personal thank you to Joel for that too. There were a couple of times where Joel kind of <laughs> saved me. Um, uh, I disagree. No, I, you, I, I, I certainly wasn't embellishing. And, no, people and ask I, me how I think of the things I do, and I don't have an honest answer for that. <laughs> I really, and I need to. I need to think hard about that and come up with an honest answer for that. You want me to just record you something that you can play on a little digital recorder? <laughs> yeah, come I, need up? An, I need an elevator pitch. <laughs> That's right. Um, I just don't, I don't, you know, there's no honest answer for that. It's like laying in bed at night and you. What if I could do this? And then you try it, and ninety five percent, ninety nine percent of the time, it works. I don't know how else to explain it. I I will say this: uh, while they did flock to Izzy because of his notoriety, and they did certainly come and say hi to us, uh, every person, even the people that were most friendly with other makers that came to see us at the Klingspore event uh, afterwards, the party. Um, got the hell away from Izzy when he ordered 30 wings and he looked like an angry bear mauling mm. a small forest critter. I was hungry. right. <laughs> and not one person said boo to him. And when I said, Izzy, did you really order 30 wings? He looked at me and growled. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny cause you can, uh, this is not related to what you just said, but it's going to sound like it is. So I, don't wait for the punchline because it's not coming. But um, you can tell a lot about people by the way they interact with strangers and the things that set them off down sort of paths of passion, right? So it's like when Izzy's sitting there and somebody comes walking up, um, there was some old lady who was she was uh, doing a bunch of the turning stuff at the other side. And she came walking up and she had made uh, taken one of Izzy's clamp ideas and she made this little clamp thing for her. Greta. And yeah, name, she couldn't have Greta. been. She was a sweetheart. She, she couldn't have been more proud of it. And you couldn't have like Izzy looked like a father, like that had this you know sort of pride over their own child when she was uh, walking. And this lady was you know 104 years old, and uh, she came walking up and she was like, <laughs> "Hey, look at this thing, right?" And you just look at Izzy, and he's just you know he he just turns into this like proud dad almost you know this thing like you know hey i made this thing and she made it hers and after she walked away he looks over me he goes dude wasn't that awesome and i was you know, you're just like uh, i feel like a kid i'm like oh my god look at this. he's adorable you know and then uh, <laughs> and then listening to joel talk about just you know his the, the the things he makes the the production of his shop the the ideas that he has and like uh, it, it's it, you really do kind of take on this sort of like it, it, it takes you to a different level and, and it's very interesting to my, one of my favorite things to do is people watch and I try to pay attention more than anybody else does. Um, but when I'm sitting there and I'm watching you or I'm watching Izzy and you guys are just sitting there and you start talking about something and I can see like, Oh, he's, he's in his stride now. doesn't matter that we've been doing this since four o'clock in the morning and that we're all starving and all someone asked him about the thing he loves the most. And now I'm just going to sit here and watch it talk, you know, watch him go off about it. And that was, um, that's been, that was a very interesting thing to kind of see with how you guys interact with strangers and what those things are that kind of, you know, pluck you out of your chair and go, you know, and it's just like, wow, that's, and, and they both have to do with other people too. That was, 
you know, with Izzy, it's what they bring to the table. The same with Joel is, you know, hey, these are the it, it's that that says a lot about you both of you as people. Um, you know, it's not about you necessarily; it's about how you interact with others and what they bring to the conversation as well. That's a very rare quality for a lot of folks. So, it was I, very, I'll very tell you, fun to, to I watch. think, I think the, I, I, I can't, I can't think about the weekend without thinking about the little videos that we did about every two hours or three hours the live the, the live the facebook videos there, hardly there for sorry guys. right you well were you were busy you were swamped by people you that were, admired you and that's you cool were, uh, you were it, you were busy being izzy right <laughs> so uh so we do these videos uh, for anybody who hasn't seen them and we basically it was kind of like sports casting and we kind of look around the 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 the, the room and and there would be uh you know a guy in all camo or there would be an, another guy you know with a you know with a crazy hat on or you see these people and we would just kind of kind of just comment on the whole goings on at the at the show and it was I honestly, I told Mike, I turned to Mike. I said, I could completely do this the rest of my life. I could go into a coffee shop, just sit down with, a, you know, a, a, two microphones and just place one in front of someone and just start doing interviews. Just be like, Hey man, tell me your life story. We got a, we got about a thousand people watching. They want to, they want to see what you're about. And, uh, and, uh, you know, d don't breathe until you're ready to change the subject. And th that was, that was a lot of fun where, where mm. kind of all three of us and, and various other, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, watching, uh, watching Izzy try to not have his phone make noise while he's doing the podcast. Right. Maybe my favorite thing. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. And we got to interview some, by some the way, cool people. The, uh, uh, by I'm the way, totally I just wanted to say to everything the, Joel's saying, so don't, please don't feel like I'm not paying attention. By the way, Mike over at, uh, the thing that one guy in the camo, Mike said he's, he's been <laughs> he there probably up. at least the last nine years dressed in exactly that. Exactly the same way. Exactly yeah. the same thing. So, yeah. And, and it was, it was fun because we got to interview some of the folks at Klingsport too. And, and they were actually like legitimately nervous to which is, well, they've heard the show. I mean, at any moment I could go off on a shit show rant. That no, I think, I think the they were nervous just in the, the general, <laughs> to be totally fair for Coleman. I just told him when he sat down, I said, Hey, there's about 10,000 people watching you, which is total BS. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And Mike hasn't made a dick joke in seven minutes. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it could come out at any time. <laughs> so, uh, but it was, say, it was, was it was a good myself. time and it was, it was fun kind of do those. <laughs> live broadcasts and and get people um you know with no scripting just kind of sit there and talk about what they do and uh that was that was a lot of fun it's it is it is to be kind of a master of ceremonies and those situations where it's it's not like you're introducing particularly important people to the whole world but they're important to the job they do and and the people that are there at the event mm -hmm. uh was just really fun it was it was just the right amount of uncomfortable and uh, on on the cuff that makes it like just one of those things that you just don't get to do often. And so that was that was probably my favorite time. Yeah, that's a mystery science theater, right? At the, uh, at the woodworking event. So, um, yeah, the next one of these we do, we're gonna go big. So I haven't. Uh, I may well, start going, my own personal we're be budget back next year, guys. So put that on your calendar, and we are going to go big next year. 
I think I'm going to put more energy into that show than I am anything else. It's just um, I, I can't say enough about the the hometown feel, the mom and you know the mom and pop type of um, customer service. These guys are just on it. Uh, you look at Mike. You know, you look at Mike in, in the social media. He's constantly there. He's constantly taking care of people who have questions. Uh, the, just the overall demeanor of Coleman and his, you know, just his commitment to making sure everything was taken care of and everybody was happy. And I just, you, you can't say enough about that. So when it comes, yeah, to and, co- and and Coleman's the general manager of Klingspor Woodworking. So um, he he's literally there are. I don't know how many employees, at least 50 employees that are, he's in charge of and the whole event. So it's, it's not like he was, I, man, if he didn't get his cardio in for the day, I don't know. He must've made laps on that floor. I must've seen him. He's the only one there that I thought stood a chance at beating me at arm wrestling. He's a big dude. He had that. He's How got come that you Matthew, never ask me? Is he? He's got that Matthew McConaughey vibe to him, the way he talks too. Right? He's like cooler than you. you met, that's where I was all weekend. I was trying to put a figure on why that felt familiar to me, and you just you just coined it. Yeah, he's he's got that like he's cooler we than should, you, but he's okay. Should, he's okay if you're cooler than him. Like, we should have uh, we should have we should have been like, uh, all right, now say all right, now say it three times fast. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm positive we could get Mike to get him to record that. <laughs> That's part. right. So. That could be the that could be the intro. So, uh, well, listen, everybody. We're sorry for all of you who did not get a chance to go and who are having to hear us drone on about this. But the uh, if you do have an opportunity, um, I've been to a bunch of different maker sort of events like this, and Atlanta's I the mean, next big one. And obviously, this is the first one we were actually asked to come participate in. Um, but it was just uh, it was just a great time, and it was. Um, we're just treated really well, and yep. it, it there was not a point through the thing where I felt bored. Where yeah. you know some of the other events that we go to, like you know by about noon every day, you're like, well, what do we do for the next six hours? Like it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that, and, that and never year, happened thinking, while we were there. I'm thinking, so. Mike, we should have a stage, like a lifted stage. Um, we should definitely okay. have some robots there. Maybe a stripper, a stripper pole covered with sandpaper. I don't know, something cool. We can do that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we will have to check with their marketing department now, though. Oh, because I'm guessing that they're going to need a long time to get the approval done on that. <laughs> so, uh, well, guys, just a uh, just out of curiosity, the stripper pole um, <laughs> is that is that an immediate no for you? We're, we're going we to cover it? that your sandpaper and motorize it so people can actually, you know. Sand their backs uh, with it if they we'll want. To. Stick L- listen, it. we're going to go for a pretty low grit up top, and then you're just going to work your way down to the four hundreds, <laughs> a little lower, mm. and uh, by then you should be uh, defoliated. You can back, you, you can back your so, beehole hole right up to it. All right, right. all right. We just spent like, right a, in there. like forty-five minutes on Klingspor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I God, a, they I need to give us a raise, you guys. I have a curiosity, and um, Aaron, Aaron. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Aaron Spain blog over on Instagram and that had shared a little post today that I thought was very interesting. She said, every once in a while, I like to share a little bit about myself and I like to ask you to share a little bit about yourself. And I'm like, you know what? That's interesting. So I would like to ask you two guys, what is something that you've done, maybe a job or something we don't know about you, um, to share that today? What is something that we don't know about you guys? 
um, <clears throat> that you're willing to share, that you're willing <laughs> to share with the podcast. <laughs> well, let's see here. I've talked about abuse. The list got a lot shorter, didn't it? <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking. I've talked about abuse. I've talked about therapy. Talked about my relationship with my children. I'm trying to figure out what I haven't covered. So I could get into my uh, my uh, religious and political leanings. If you oh, wait, I think Izzy just disconnected. <laughs> so, but uh, Joel, do you have anything in, that you? Uh, Sorry, did you say I, I polishing can... habits? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> yes, I um I can tell you about a a weird choice of jobs I had getting out of high school. Okay. Ooh. So um, I dropped out of high school. Uh, high school and I w- were not soulmates, and I it wasn't my thing. So um, I had the chance, at least in Wisconsin at the time, they had a program called the HSID, which was high school equivalent or ED uh, equivalency diploma, which means instead of getting a GED, you could actually get as long as you pass those like seven core tests, you could go to the place, you could study and then pass each one of those tests. So like math and social studies and uh, reading and all those things, writing and all those things. And you could end up with a high school diploma, which I have. And uh, best thing in the world for me because I was school was not the thing for me at the time. And so I said, yeah, because I'd much rather go to college. And, uh, and so as soon as I graduated, my dad looked at me and says, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch. He's like, nah, boy, you're done here. This isn't like, like you, this is it. Like, congratulations. You're an adult. You need to go down to, (laughs) you need to, you need to go down to the County board and look up the job stuff. And I said, can I borrow the keys? <laughs> right. And so I did. And, uh, I found a listing for pretty good pay. It was like, I don't know, nine seventy five an hour. Uh, and it was, um, it was, uh, it was the, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. It basically said shop helper. Uh, at a are you, place. Are you place going that, into the closet? No, sorry, <laughs> my dog was just outside. So uh, a shop helper at a at a um a place that made heat exchangers for nuclear power plants. And I said, "Hey, that sounds really interesting." And it really wasn't. It was in the middle of wintertime in Wisconsin in this old building, and it was freezing and. Instead of like doing something cool, they said, great, you're the, now the temp guy that washes, uh, the metal parts that have been cut out and we wash them in chemicals that were four miles longs. Like we started with kerosene. If that didn't work kind of with kerosene, then we moved on to like ethyl ketones, right? And those are things that like just absorb through your skin. And so I don't know. It was just one of those crazy jobs where all of a sudden I'm like 17 and a half and I'm in like full hazmat gear and dealing with these insane chemicals, cleaning off marks and nicks and part stuff. 
And it, that was not my gig. It was like just the worst job in the whole wide world. Nobody would do it. So they hired temps and the guys would only last like three months. I think I lasted four and a half weeks, maybe. And it was, it was just crappy people to work with and crappy stuff to do. And I was like, there's, I'm going to get cancer for $9 an hour. This is the worst ever. So I did, I ended up, I ended up quitting. So, so it's, it's, it was, it was a big bag of like, I'm not really cut out for manual labor like this. If it's involves, <laughs> you know, it involves chemical wear for yeah, Right. Mm. Right. So that was, that was like one of my bad choices. Um, <laughs> right so so is it is the is the the is the thing that he shares something then you share something because you asked the question is that is that, that was sort of the premise of your initial idea no i it was just we, we all share share <laughs> oh, you got weak no um i think one of the things that one of the things that um is unique i had this job when i was in in college um, as a skyscraper washer, window washer, I worked for a small company, and we washed. Oh, we washed. There's a few places in in, in Phoenix, Arizona, of, that we washed all their windows for. And I worked for this guy who literally had a um, grocery cart basket. It was like literally. I think he stole it. It was a grocery cart basket that you that you, you put some wheels on that went against the building, and you stood in it. <laughs> moved up and down that might have that should probably should have been my first clue that that wasn't a good job <laughs> so but uh we were testing some equipment and uh, this is something i shared over on instagram we were testing some equipment on the hilton in phoenix arizona and uh i was in a harness i was rappelling down the side of it and we were testing this um this ladder that kind of slid back and forth along the the side of the wall of of you know up top and then you basically repelled the basket in yourself down and he could push it, you know, back and, you know, from one side to the other. Um, so you could, you know, wash the windows while you're repelling down. Well, my harness broke at about 70 feet in the air. <laughs> so I, I grabbed a hold of the I rope. believe I can <laughs> the, Yeah, exactly. Jesus right? Christ. <laughs> it was a little bit, a little bit more, more unsettling than that song. Um, so, I uh, grabbed a hold of the rope, which is literally, it's a half inch nylon rope. There's not a whole lot there to meet onto. And I was able to probably climb down probably 20 feet or so before my, um, at that point, a 300 and 310 pounds worth of meat. Um, I was in, in the gym every day and very big buff guy at the time. Uh, could not, could no longer manage. And this was barehanded, mind you. We, we, we used a, um, a braking system that was, actually on the side of our leg it was like a like a leather drape that you'd put around the rope and <laughs> so it wasn't a glove well at this point when the harness broke I, I obviously reached up and grabbed uh, when i felt the harness starting to rip i reached up and grabbed the rope and um so i i i fell i don't know what i felt 50 feet or so 70 feet sliding down a nylon rope with both of my hands and it literally burnt the skin off of both my hands i still have pretty unsightly scars from that on my on the front of my hands jesus so christ was, did you like turn in your notice that day yeah i didn't go back to work i broke both my ankles my call my tailbone i cracked my skull open i had a big split on the back of my skull um 
fortunately, none of no bones broken on, in my back, but everything you know, everything else was kind of screwed up. So that was my first and last time, or that was my last time, you know, obviously on the job. And to this day, I still have a fear of heights. You know, I, I, I'm good. Can't on imagine why. Or on the top of a roof, but you get me up in a skyscraper looking over the edge and forget about it. I'll I'll pass out. So <laughs> yeah, so that was my little. That was something I, that I shared over on Instagram. That was you know when she, when she had mentioned that. I, it's kind of funny when you start thinking about all the crazy little nuances or small things that you did in the past that you really don't think about much as you get older anymore. It's like they kind of just get filed away into the useless folder. But um, that's kind of why I asked the question. I was just curious if there's anything that you guys recall in your youth or young adults, uh, just something silly that you did. Or <clears throat> So I have two. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> one. I'll let you pick either A or B, which one you want. Completely a. blind. <laughs> Damn it. I should have picked B. <laughs> so one of them is the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard and probably not for a PG audience. <laughs> so, and then the other one is probably not that. But so you picked A. <laughs> He's debating <laughs> which one A is now. Yeah. No, I know yeah, which one A is. Let's okay. let's let's roll with A. A <clears throat> seems right. to be just the, the right amount of hesitation. It's not really hesitation because like I don't care, but um you're trying to figure rate, out rated X. Rated X is cool. Let's Let's, were you uh, were you a bouncer at a X, strip R. club? Rated R. It's cool. No, no, not this X. is this is not work related. Um, so, uh, all right. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to uh, word this. Out of the hell with it. So the you know how when you're a kid, you know, you're a teenage boy, and uh, you start getting uh, morning wood. <laughs> we'll say. So. <laughs> oh no. The, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is hilarious and and awful at the same time. Uh oh. the The first time that happened to me that I actually knew what it was, when it went away, I cried because I was convinced somebody was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. It's just it was there, and then after it kind of died down. Yeah, because they just—they—they they, when you're a kid, they just pop up out of nowhere, and then they go away with the same level of randomness. When it went, when it left, I was like, I just started. I was like, <laughs> I was just, and I didn't—I couldn't tell anybody. I was terrified, but I was just—I uh, was convinced that there was somebody somewhere who was having my baby. So, I it you know, come to find out, it doesn't work that way. But <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> Thank, thankfully. So that That's was uh, awesome. okay. Give me is B. That, is that the kind of thing that you wanted to share? <laughs> is that what we were talking that, about? Hey, I, you know, it's an it's an open platform. You know, do as you will. So, Joe, I believe it's your turn. <laughs> oh God! Well, I, uh, how, much, how much longer do we have to do this? So I wouldn't fire it. So my entire big gun so quick. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like my entire. Um, Teenage life. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. Like my entire teenage life was one pregnancy, one embarrassing, <laughs> one embarrassing moment after the next. Um, there, I of course, I, I'm now apparently famous for the raccoon in the trunk story. Uh, <laughs> so I think we could skip that one. Please. Um, there, there. I mean, 
I, I can tell you there are some funny work-related ones. I was, <laughs> uh, my parents owned a restaurant and, uh, I ran the restaurant when my parents weren't around, which was not very often, but it still left me in kind of the position that I was maybe 15, 16 and it was cool. They never left it like lunch times or anything, but, uh, the fair was in the town, this small Wisconsin town. And Emily was running the front of the house along with another girl. And I was in the back kind of cooking and managing and doing stuff small burger shop um and we were busy it was just a really busy night and it was going like we were killing it and it was awesome because i was you know pulling up my big britches and taking care of business you know and my parents are gonna be really proud and uh and all of a sudden i hear emily behind me coming out of the walk-in refrigerator going oops and at the time, and I think they still do this, that we would get our soft serve mix for the ice cream machines in these giant, it looks like breast implant bags. And they had a, they had a spout on them. And, uh, and you would, you would kind of, uh, you take those, they're just giant kind of milk bags. Uh, and you would empty them into the soft serve machine. The soft serve machine would pump them up and freeze them and do whatever it does to get your ice cream. She, as I'm cooking and I've got four or five orders up in a row, she drops one and it's just a giant water balloon, but it's filled with sugary milk. Uh, and so now the walking cooler has a half inch of soft serve mix on the floor. Uh, and she goes, oops. And she's like, can I get a little help? And I'm like, I think we're going to have to let that sit for a second because I got to get these 15 burgers out the door and you've got to get them out and it'll slow down in just a second. And so we spent like a good two hours mopping and scrubbing and everything else. And I don't think I ever told my parents because my parents would not have found the humor in this, uh, because a, they would have been like, Holy Christ, food cost you know, what the hell's wrong with you, Emily? And she was, you know, she was working with me and I was in charge and I'm sure I would have gotten been like, Joel, why weren't you helping her with these heavy things? And of course I didn't know anything about it at the time. So it was one of those things where, you know, um, uh, you do the best you can to control damage and you hope that never happens again. And you sure as hell don't tell your parents who happen to be your employers. So we're, were we supposed to be doing work-related things? Because I, I, I kind of skipped over can, that. No, 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 that's it fine. Could be anything. I, I mean, that you, was you, anything. you, t- you talk about whatever it is. Because I, I, I live for work. Because I went, I went in a different direction. <laughs> so, right. So, uh, okay, Michael. Izzy. Oh, um, let's see. I once drove from Phoenix, Arizona, to. Um, to Barriga, Michigan in less than, I guess it was two days. I dro- I, the idea was I was, I don't know, I was t- 19, 21, something like that. And I just bought a, uh, I just bought a Mitsubishi Eclipse, which was, I guess, I don't know if you guys, do you guys remember the Mitsubishi Eclipse? It was a little sportster car. Look, uh, yes, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just bought one of those and I drove all the way from Michigan to, or from Arizona to Michigan, but like in a ridiculous amount of time, it was, I think it was less than 20 or less than 40 hours or less than even less than that. It was incredible. I think I made it, 
Um, I didn't sleep. So what you're saying is you're going like a hundred miles an hour the entire time. And I was doing well over a hundred miles an hour, 95% of the time. The dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. And I, I think, I don't know for sure, but there was a couple of times that I passed cops that I, I think they don't like, they don't, there's like, if you're going a certain speed, they don't even bother chasing you <laughs> because I passed a couple of police what, officers. What speed Iowa. is that? Cause I, I'd like to go it. It was probably <laughs> doing about 140. This was in the middle of the night. There's no, you got to remember back when I was, you know, 19 driving through, you know, the U.S. There was very, I mean, almost no traffic at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning. There's just nothing. I wouldn't. I wasn't doing this during the daytime. This was mostly dr- night driving. But I, I, all I remember is that I, I, I got from Phoenix to Arizona in this incredible amount of time, and I, I look back on it now and go, "Geez, that was the dumbest thing. You, one of the dumbest things I've ever done." <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a motorcycle going 170 miles an hour before. I had which beat. I got two ten two hundred ten miles an hour on a, a Kawasaki eleven hundred. Yeah, but there was I was I was just a, I was about twenty minutes outside of rush hour, so I couldn't get it up that fast without being oh, dead. Oh jeez, so, you're doing that so, during yeah. rush hour. <laughs> That's you know, yeah, it was like it was like like rush hour hits at five, and it was probably about four thirty ish. So maybe we should call this podcast the awkward moments podcast. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't think there's anything awkward about uh, crying after an erection. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> That's just a Tuesday night. I, I cry. I've cried, after, I've cried after the opposite reaction. Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> I should have never drinking that second yeah, fifth of SoCo. It, it's me. It's not you. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I I don't know how we recover from this this bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's it's like awkward moments. Um, yeah, I don't so know. By the way, I we think... we are we are kicking around the idea of releasing this podcast right after we release the most recent one because uh, we don't like being a week behind on our schedule. It is kind of weird trying to think of trying to think conversationally a week ahead. And yeah, like right is... now, like right now, we're gonna be like I want to talk about. Um, Halloween. I mean, we could we we could talk but, generically. Be like, be like, uh, hey, did you hear that stupid thing that the politician uh, said yes. about this and that? Oh yeah, that. yeah, that was that thing. Yeah, there, there, because that's one of those things that's always going to be the case, <laughs> right? I, uh, you know, I think one of these days we ought to have a conversation about politics and religion and all that stuff, just just to get it out of the way, so we can say whatever and then lose all of our subscribers <laughs> we, only, no, we only have we only have three. Oh, yeah that's right yeah we're not we're not really losing <laughs> we've, already, we've already lost them if if listen if if mike's uh crying after an erection doesn't kill the rest of them i can't imagine talking. i actually think that's the thing that gets shared like around like that's you, that's you gonna think... be the thing that people by the way i was in my teens let's let's not yeah. uh let's not pretend like this was last week <laughs> although it might have been last week <laughs> <It might> have... <laughs> hey you you can't ask me to share things and then beat me up for sharing them that's not no, how this if, game works no of where's course the, not where's the circle of trust <laughs> by the way i i just want to say that my uh my return from sober october was completely uh unnewsworthy because i've been up since 4 30 that morning we had a couple of drinks and i was like oh god it's 10 o'clock right <laughs> me and 
me and Joel shared an Uber on the ride over, and uh, we got Mohammed. In hopes. We got Mohammed in the Toyota Sienna. He brought us <laughs> over there, and then when it was time to leave, there was Mohammed in the Toyota Sienna to bring us back. Oh, no, it's so, you guys again. It's, yeah. it's one guy that just circles the block. Yeah, he was like, well, yeah, I was going to go to Charlotte and hit the airport, but my cousin Hickory, told me it was North dead Carolina. There. How many Uber drivers can there really be? Yeah, that's, that's right. Probably true. They're, yeah, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure Hickory's a great little town. You just wouldn't know it from being there. Hey, they have a Starbucks <laughs> and a Home Depot. Life is good. We had to go so, into a Target to get a Starbucks. That's a that's they, a deal killer for me. Well, actually, there was a, an outdoor Starbucks Don't next say to the adult store. There was. <laughs> you said I it. Mean, right next to the adult lingerie store. Adult and lingerie star. I want some. I want a latte and some nipple rings because you yeah. know that's the kind of day I'm having. Reasons, yeah. No, I, you know, sign I, me up. I, this is. I don't do small towns well. I'm a. I'm a spoiled person. I need. I need uh, luxurious things. So it's just. Uh, just who I am. Sorry. If, if I got to go into a Target to get a to get a. Uh, <laughs> what was that? You got a white mocha four shot latte is that what you uh made me get you izzy that's what i got last time was a yeah white, so. a, uh vente mocha four shot latte yep yeah. white chocolate i gotta i gotta walk past the uh the one dollar aisle at target to get that i'm in the wrong place so it's just not for me <laughs> hey look there's lederhosen and uh i can get a I can get a vente macchiato or something so yeah don't don't sign me up, thanks. <laughs> but well, we uh, we're about an hour in at this point, and I think uh, probably we murdered down. this podcast enough. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I think this uh, is this is a train wreck to end all train wrecks. I appreciate that you guys no, had the I, opportunity listen, to bring all this. I went for the to, to the forefront, the, yeah, especially for the, for the new podcasters who are just listening. Those of you who found us at the woodworking show, this is not typical. <laughs> Our normal podcast. That's, no, it's 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 usually that's much worse. Not true at all. This is <laughs> this is actually everything you're going to get from the show. So, so um, we met we met Learjet pilots. We met politicians. We met many we many other very talented woodworkers. We met um, some really cool, uh, just amazing people. Uh, we met some cool vendors all at the last Klingspor event. Yep, isn't that yes. crazy? And they're yeah. all listening to the show now going, we let these guys in here? Where, what happened to these people? They were such what? nice people. <laughs> <They were. laughs> what what that, did they, I don't even understand how they got out of there with those even, ankle, so you know, monitors adorable. on. So to all of you, to all of you, I am so very sorry. <laughs> no. Right. Listen, you either enjoy it or you don't. And we don't care if you don't. We don't care if you do. <laughs> we're going to keep doing it anyway. Bottom line is we don't care. Yes. <laughs> We'll steal your soul. No, sorry. I'm getting a little Whoa. Too easy. Easy. The, the All right. Enough, enough vodka for Mike. <laughs> no vodka. I just, uh, yeah, just water. It, incidentally, vodka mixed with um, chicken broth, not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did you uh. just say? Vodka with chicken broth. I'm sick, so I'm drinking chicken broth. And it has vodka in it. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. It does. And it's surprising. It's it's kind of like a peanut butter pickle and mayonnaise sandwich. You don't think it works. Me and, but damn it, me and Joel, it really works. We, 
me and Joel had a little thing while we were people watching. If somebody would walk by, um, we'll just call them odd. I'd look at Joel and I'd go, I have questions. <laughs> and Joel would always say something like, I doubt you'll get answers. And uh, so we would just kind of. Admittedly, so, there were a couple Walmart moments at the show. Yeah. So right no now doubt. I'm thinking, watching you hold that up, saying that there's chicken broth in it. I, I have questions. <laughs> Mike, you're not going to find the answers on that one. I don't think the answers are going to be forthcoming. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't listen, feel listen, good. It's so I, I got you some know what? chicken I'm, broth with my in vodka. This, in this world of acceptance and and uh I think that a man can drink his chicken broth a, and vodka in a, in a pretty be, wide field. I we, think that's the weirdest thing that was said tonight. We should we <laughs> should be able to support him in his <laughs> decisions and choices in life hey just put some alcohol on it <laughs> anytime anytime something's wrong just put some alcohol on it or windex one so, of the two yeah you can do either by the way i saw one of the best uh best uh pumpkin carving uh that i've seen is a uh, it's a giant check engine light on it is the scariest <laughs> thing that you could uh put on a pumpkin and i thought that was that was pretty ingenious so, yeah. Are you, the last time my check engine light kind of came on, I got out and checked, and it was still there. So I figure I'm good. So you just move on. <laughs> yeah, the engine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Engine's still there. We're good. Let's go. <laughs> Looks like everything's still duct taped in place. Let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Duct tape, chicken wire, and drills. What else do you need? You know, I just wanted to say that uh, you know, just briefly, kind of scrolling back through the uh, the comments. Um, you know, we always talk about when some of these shows are over, uh, you know, wow, that was a train wreck or what did we just do? But then I look at the comments and somebody says, uh, morning wood and milk bags. Can this podcast get any better? And I have to agree with that. <laughs> I, 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 on the other hand, have to question the type of uh, viewership we're, uh, we're looking for there. I, I do not. I judge very little. <laughs> I judge very little. Yes. It's, uh. And no, we have great people. Again, it's it's about the community. If you can't accept us at our weirdest, then, uh, uh, you know. It's not going to get any better. The, it's not going <laughs> to get any better. My wife has a wonderful shirt. It says, uh, uh, I came, I saw, I made it awkward. And I think I think that's, uh, that, that's probably our podcast slogan. I actually, uh, I, I, there was a, uh, th- there was a shirt that somebody sent to me and they said, this is, this is all you if I've ever seen it. It was just a shirt, and on the back of it, it said, "Did it get weird yet? <laughs> Did it get weird yet? <laughs> yeah, right." So it was. Uh, I was like, "Yes, I need that in my life." Except it should be on the front, toward the bottom. So <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, I don't want you to cry about it now. I just easy. It was one time. It was one time. <laughs> one time. Good. <laughs> mm. Well, I just... I, uh, I am thoroughly confused and a little disgusted in this episode. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, I want to say thank you to everybody <laughs> that came out to the show sadness. and saw us. And I'd like to say thank you again to Klingspor for hosting us over there. And I'd like to give another shout out to the Atlanta Maker Fair folks, uh, for putting on a really good little show. I can't, um, I, I wish I could be in the, uh, the, the Klingspor headquarters when Mike looks over at Coleman and says, Hey, 
you got to listen to this podcast to really kind of talk us up, but uh, it's only like 30 minutes long. <laughs> and he cuts it. Like, like, here, I went ahead and just truncated it a little bit so you could yeah, hear the parts only, that mattered. They did a shorter one this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's, uh, they normally go about an hour 10, but uh, this one, right at 27 minutes. I'm not sure. 27 minutes. And the weird thing is they cut it off like really abruptly and they only <laughs> talked about us. There was, there I was don't no, know what that's about. There was no outro. There was no outro at all. Did at you all. guys, right. I just want to know. And then he disconnects have, everybody's the internet. paper they had on discount? Like you can buy it in bulk. I think, yeah. I'm yeah, pretty so sure I, I bought, I bought like one. 50 pounds of bulk toilet paper. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like a 35 pound box of bulk toilet paper. It was. All sorts oh. of grits. Yeah. I mean, think from like 30 on up, man. Well, to be fair, I, though, all single ply like it should be. Yes. Amen. All right. So we're, I think we're truly testing the patience of our audience at this point. Yeah, so I'm going right. to step in. <laughs> Just say, uh, it's, time to, it's time to pull the brake on this one. But uh, anywho. Uh, we love all of you, and we're so happy that you're a part of this. And uh, just bear with us. It gets better sometimes. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's pretty good. But uh, anyhow. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, guys, if you got any questions, comments, want to throw rotten apples at people, um, I'll give you Joel's address there in Georgia. Uh, and uh, if there's anything you'd like to see or hear on the show moving forward, um, please send us comments on uh, where you can find us at maybe podcast on all the social media sites. Uh, don't forget to check out the newly revamped website. Uh, maybe I've said too much dot com. Uh, one of us put a shit ton of work into that site and is incredibly proud of it. So um, definitely swing by there and uh, you know check it out. All kinds of maker links on there. So um, everybody in our community, and I, not everybody, but the ones I got to so far, uh, all of their all social the media, yeah, all their social media, YouTube, um, websites, all that stuff. They're all um, slowly getting added. So if you are looking for some new people to follow on Instagram, uh, YouTube, all that stuff, uh, I'm putting all that together. Uh, we're even we've uh, featured and showcased some other uh, podcasts that we uh, we listen to from time to time. So uh, we're being very generous with our space there and in our hosting and uh, my time. So uh, feel free to go check it out and leave us some questions, comments, or feedback if you would like to. But uh, outside of that, guys, we will uh, just catch you folks on the next episode. Good night, everybody. <laughs>